Welcome to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Good afternoon and welcome in to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined by Coach JD. What's up, Coach? What's up, Drake? It's your world. It's your world. I'm just living in it. Monday, baby. I'm just walking around in your world. And handling the board and all the electronic stuff, all the technical stuff, and chirping in occasionally is Clayton the Claw Harris. Good Monday afternoon to you, Clayton. Good afternoon, Drake. Good afternoon, Coach. Hey, Clayton. What's going on? Hey, it's mid-January of 2023, and it was uh, uh, kind of a little bit of a crazy weekend sports-wise. Did you know there was a bunch of upsets on Saturday, Clayton? Did you realize that? You talking about in basketball? Yeah. 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 College basketball. Yeah, there there was. There was. There was 11 of them. Out Out of the top 25, 11 of them lost this weekend. 11 top 25. The top four did not. Okay. The top four did not. The just outside the four did. Correct. At home. Upset Saturday. At home against the Blue Mist from Kentucky. The Blue Misters, the Kentucky Wildcats went into – What's it called? What's that place called? Stokely? Thompson. Oh, oh, Thompson. Stokely's old one. Arena. Yeah, 25,000-seat arena or something like that. Correct. It's a big big college. That's a lot of people. I went to see Elton John there one time. Wow. He had terrible seats. I could barely see. He just looked like a little speck off in the distance. But, um, yeah, I mean, okay. So, get this, folks. Uh. Tennessee goes to South Carolina last week. I guess it was last Saturday. Saturday. Woo! There's that old cock. That old bad, (laughs) that mean cock raising his head again. You know what I mean? He's no longer the Christmas cock because we're out of the uh, the holiday. You notice that he don't. That's the New Year cock. He don't yell until we mention Tennessee. I know. That's strange. I I get that. I get that. There he goes again. All right. So the balls. Rick Barnes in uh, half of Eastern Europe, it seems like. Where do they find these guys? Uh, you're, you're right. Euro, Euro, Yasevich, and uh, I mean, where, where do they, <laughs> where do they find these guys? Do they have a pipeline to run from Russia or something? I mean, what's, they're Ukraine one. <laughs> what I mean, where do they find all these I, guys? I, I don't know. Well, they have recruiting coaches anyway, that travel the the globe finding that talent. So I, that's where I they guess find they do. So they they go down to uh, last week, a week before last. They go down to South Carolina and whip the snot out of South Carolina. They win by 40-something points, right? Yep, 44 points. They whipped that cock. They whooped, <laughs> they, they whooped the cock by whooped – whooped the cocks <laughs> by 40-something points. I'm just telling you. And, uh, and they come on back up to Knoxville, and they're all proud and happy and everything. And so then the Gamecocks go – this past week to Lexington, last Tuesday, Rupp. last yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday to play Kentucky, who's been playing pretty bad, pretty below lost four in a row, below standard basketball for Kentucky. They go into Rupp Arena, and the team that just got beat by forty by the Vols win at 
win it to Kentucky, 71-68. Hadn't won there in 14 years. So then, so Kentucky's hurting. They're all torn up, mad, and wounds are gashed open from losing to lowly South Carolina. And uh, next thing you know, they have to go to Tennessee to play the number five Vols. Number five Vols in the country. A double-digit underdog. I think a 13 <laughs> or a 14-point underdog. Yeah, and, 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 and Tennessee's ranked number five. Count them on your fingers. One, two, three, four, five. The Vols. Yeah. Big Orange. Vol Nation. Money. Well, they laid an egg, and they let the Kentucky Wildcats out of that game Saturday afternoon, out of that gymnasium Saturday afternoon with a victory. Now, I don't know what's going on, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm telling you. I mean, you know, t- t- how, do you, how, do you, how do you make any sense of it? There, there, there's a couple of Tennessee fans that I talked to last week. Actually, it was Thursday. Had lunch with them. They told me, we're going to get beat by Kentucky because it's just a Tennessee <laughs> thing to do. They don't know. Anytime they have it, like it, like a special event, like Saturday was Chris Lofton Day. They put his number up in the rafters. Is they, he related to James Lofton? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. I just wanted to. But, uh, but yeah, they uh, they kind of expected this. Now, they've been, they're old timers. They've been around. They You know, they're season ticket holders. So, they, they've come to expect it. But – um, shocking because <laughs> Kentucky was a 13 and a half point underdog in that game. Well, the European Vols, the, I, I mean, the, the Eastern Bloc Vols, I, I, <laughs> I don't know what to call them. I've never seen so many European they're like the col- on, on one college basketball team in my life. They're I like mean, the college version of the Spurs back <laughs> about five years ago. That just every, yeah. every, every great, every good player from, Eastern Europe was either European or um, South American. You know, Manu Ginobili, Tony Parker. Okay, Tony Parker was French, right? From France, France, on Francois. Okay, so anyway, uh, shocker up there in Knoxville this weekend, and congratulations to John Calipari and Calipari and the Kentucky Wildcats. um, You know, on a a must needed, much needed win. Yeah, I mean that win right there might get them in the tournament if if, if they're on the bubble. I mean, you yeah, know, I mean, absolutely. That that game could come back and be a big big win for them. Yeah, and twenty wins. <sighs> okay, on the other on the flip side of Kentucky being joyous and over their victory over the Vols and the Vols being a little down about their loss, obviously to Kentucky. Uh, in the real world of life and the struggle of life and death, former Alabama basketball player, Mr. Darius Miles, 21 years old, is facing capital murder charges after a young woman was killed in Tuscaloosa off just on, on the strip, basically. Yeah, right behind the Houndstooth. On University Boulevard, on the strip, right behind the Houndstooth Bar. Uh, right there, probably behind uh, where Publix is. There, I know exactly. I know exactly. And there, Publix, yeah, right behind there, there too. There is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, obviously, there was something, and Clayton, you might know more about it. I mean, 
Well, let, let's let's start off with the timeline of events. First things first. Saturday morning, University of Alabama comes out and says Darius Miles is out for the rest of the year with an ankle injury. He was on the bench Saturday with Alabama as they hosted LSU. And beat the living snot out of LSU. It was the largest conference win in Alabama school history. They beat LSU by 40, 106 to 66. Following the game, you know, you and I have been down there. Coach, all three of us have been down there after the game. Especially when you win, people hit the bars. They go to the strip. Yeah, Absolutely. they hit. They hit the. They hit the. They hit the bars. And so apparently, um, after midnight, sometime around one o'clock in the morning, uh, there was a phone call uh, of a shooting towards uh, in the area of the Walk of Champions. Uh, so obviously, what had happened, uh, the shooting had occurred. Uh, there were shots fired in both directions. Uh, one from the vehicle with Miles and the other suspect who's been charged with capital murder. Uh, as well, and then that was with Miles was in with the car, Miles. and Correct. there was and the the victim. She was in, she was riding in the car with another gentleman, gentleman who shot, who fired shots at at their vehicle okay. as well. Uh, so when the cops arrived, they found uh, the victim and that other driver by the stadium, uh, and she was deceased in the vehicle. Uh, and then shortly after, they arrested Miles. And the other gentleman who was in the vehicle with Miles, uh, he had gotten shot from that gunfire. Okay, uh, from the return fire return, or from the initial fire. We, we, don't, we don't know. We don't know if we don't know. We don't know who pulled the trigger. Right. We don't know if the car with the young lady that is died fired shots first at Mister Miles and the other su- and the suspect that was wounded in their car. They, we don't we don't know how that how that exchange happened. That's what that's what they're going to have to figure out. What we do know is this: is that other than Darius Miles, the other three people involved, including the the young lady who passed away, none of them were associated or students at the University of Alabama. Okay. In fact, I believe uh, the the young lady and the other person in the vehicle were from Birmingham. So, okay. Uh, so yeah, I mean that you know I think that story broke yesterday, Drake, about five thirty six o'clock in the yeah. evening. Yeah. Just terrible. I mean, it, it just it's, uh, it's, it's heartbreaking, and I hope that Mr. Miles was acting in a uh, self defense type mode. You know what I'm saying, Coach? I mean, we want. Uh, I mean, I, I don't. I don't want anybody to be put in that situation. You know, obviously, where they have to defend themselves. Yeah, there's so many with, questions with, that, with 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 deadly force. Yeah, but so many questions. Where the guns come from? You know, where the guns stolen? Where the guns illegal? Did they, you know? It's so many questions. That's right. Who shot first? Right. And, Who fired the shots? You know. And so. all I'm saying is, I just hope that Mr. Miles and his cohort that was injured in the car with him, I hope they were acting in a defense, self defense. Mode or manner, you, you know what I mean. You hope they're not the aggressor. Absolutely, I don't want them. I don't want them shooting, riding down the street, shooting first over, you know, somebody calling somebody a name or making fun of their girlfriend or whatever the deal is. You know, I'm, I'm or I just don't, I don't want that to happen. So maybe uh, when all the all the facts are laid out and uh, more is known, yeah, then. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's kind of a black eye for University of Alabama that close to campus and that stuff goes on. It's yeah, you don't. Yeah, eye. you you definitely don't want that. And, and you no, know. after the biggest victory they ever had against Kentucky in basketball, I mean, I mean they beat the fraud of Kentucky Saturday. I mean uh, LSU. LSU. Yeah, yes, LSU. Yes, yes. They beat that, Kentucky uh, that Tuesday night like a drum. Yeah. So an Alabama's basketball team is 
rolling right now. Where are they? Number four in the country. I've got. Uh, I've got. Yeah, they are listed somewhere. Let's see if I can. Yeah. Um, Houston. Okay. As of this afternoon, this morning, well, right after lunch, noon time, the AP top twenty-five. I'll run through the top ten anyway. Houston seventeen and one is number one. Sixteen and one, Kansas is number two. Uh, Purdue coming in at sixteen and one at three, and the Crimson Tide at fifteen and two is number four. UCLA has moved up to number five at sixteen and two. Gonzaga is at six. Texas seven. Xavier eight. Tennessee dropped down to number nine, and the University of Virginia. While he yeah. was number ten, and I finally, I finally made back a little money on the under on Saturday. We on talked that. about that. Yeah, yeah, finally happened. I mean, yeah, it finally happened. And I'm just saying, if you play the under in Virginia University of Virginia basketball games, you're gonna make some money because they are about the most deliberate, hardest, hardest defense at playing defense, but defensive team in the nation, and they're probably the most deliberate. On offense in in using just about every second of the shot clock. And Huggins, the coach there? No, Tony Bennett. Tony and Bennett, not the right. guy, not yeah, the not one singer, that can not sing. Singer not the singer. Tony Bennett. Uh, and he's a nice looking fella. Won national title yeah. a couple of years ago. Well, With that, who? Virginia. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's they love him up there. Um yeah, this past weekend, eleven ranked teams lost this past weekend. Um, like I said, Kentucky knocked off tennis, number five, Tennessee, 63-56. Uh, Arizona lost to unranked Oregon. You know, there's, there's something going on out there on the West Coast. I, I just – I'm telling you, uh, it's something – you know, did they have a point-shaving scandal in Arizona? Was it Arizona? Did you ever see that documentary that they had about the, about that? It was a point shaving. Was it Arizona State? It might have been Arizona State. May have been. And uh, there's a documentary out there, and I, I'm 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 going to find out what the name of that was. But I've watched it. It's, it's very interesting, and it's all about this point shaving scandal going on at Arizona State. And we're talking, and this might have been back in the '80s when they did this. But there's a there's a show, and I think we got, we picked it up on Netflix, and it was really, really interesting. Um, but anyway, so these are the teams that lost, ranked teams that lost this past weekend: Kansas State, Iowa State, Arkansas, Miami, Wisconsin, Providence, Missouri, San Diego State, and Duke. And then on Sunday, number twenty-five Marquette lost to Xavier. So it was just, you know, it was just a whole weekend of just. Uh, ranked teams going down so uh we're going to talk about the nfl games after this uh after this quick break we are the front porch sports radio hour i'm drake with coach jd and clayton the claw harris and uh give us two or three minutes
Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. So you had an accident. Now what? Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop. You can count on us to repair all makes and models. Our certified techs will take care of everything from frame damage inspection to bump out or replacement with OEM parts. We've got the expertise to make your vehicle better than new and get you back on the road in no time. Plus, our collision work is guaranteed for the life of your car. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop to the rescue. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, this is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931-388-3145. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. 
This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, this is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths? Or true custom designers? Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. We're this and so much more. Check us out at TillisJewelry.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. To the front porch sports radio hour. I am Drake. It is Monday, and I am joined in the studio by Clayton the Claw Harris and Coach JD. What about that music? I like it. I got five on it. I like that one. We went out and I like that one too. That's old school stuff, man, because we're old school. We're That's front right. porch sports radio. You're not going to hear us normally. You're not going to hear us. Talking in a long, drawn-out conversation about picking up our kids at school or waiting in the pickup line or, you know, what our favorite cheese is or whatever the deal is. You know, we're not we're not going to do that. We're going to try to get – we're going to get to the sports. We're going to get to the uh, – to the meat. The meat of the matter. The meat of the matter. That's what we're going to get to. And, uh <laughs> We just uh, we just went over some NCAA basketball, and I tell you what's going, what's in full swing right now, and that's the darn NFL. And what a great weekend of football! It, it, it I mean, you know, it was it was some exciting games. I, I watched games all day Saturday, pretty much. Uh, I had to go to a funeral, but listened to it on the way down and on the way back. 
and um, then got home and settled in for the Saturday night game. Uh, and then there were three games yesterday. And uh, the ones I thought that weren't going to be good games turned good. out to be fantastic. Well, it was. All of them was good. The 49ers covered their 10-point spread, basically, um, over the Seattle Seahawks. And I'll tell you what, this Brock Purdy, he threw for 332 uh, 32 yards. Mr. Irrelevant. Do you, do you know who – Mr. What Mr. Irrelevant is? Do you guys know what the that? last pick of the draft? It's the last person picked in the NFL draft. So think about this: he threw for more yards in his first ever playoff game slash start than Malik Willis, a third round pick, threw the entire season in two or three starts. There you go. There you go. I mean, <laughs> and people wonder why John Robinson was fired. I mean, he's and he's like a, this kid, this this Brock Purdy guy is like a phenom in San Francisco. They can't get enough of this country boy kind of kind of Josh Allen country boy mystique uh, Midwest image. Yeah, Midwest. Guy. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Uh, and they just they they're eating him up in San Francisco as he throws for three touchdowns, eighteen for thirty. Uh, Attempts, 18 completions for 30 attempts, uh, and 332 yards. And no picks. And no interceptions. Absolutely. That Christian McCaffrey ran for 119 on 15 attempts. Debo Samuels, Clay, uh, Clay your your fantasy guy, he had he had one touchdown, six receptions for 133 yards. And DJ Metcalf was and was the big shining spot for the Seattle Seahawks, he has 136 yards and two TDs. Um, so the San Francisco, and I, I'm assuming San Francisco is going to play the winner of tonight's game between. No, Kansas City does. Don't they? No, they're, they're in the AFC. Oh, that's right. Uh, uh, yes. Because Philadelphia and the Giants are going to play. So it would be the winner of the game tonight will go to San Fran. Okay. And let's just throw this out there. If. Tampa Bay wins tonight. Tom Brady will go back to a team that he looked at going to when he was a free agent after he left New England, and Shanahan didn't want him. God bless the 49ers is all I can say. <laughs> because I'm, Tom Brady's Tom Brady's gonna take something out on I'm I mean, telling you, man. We you He doesn't forget stuff like that. You, you know mentioned that? it before the show, and I'm telling you. There's a few people you never count out or never bet against. And Tom, Nick, Tom Nick, Brady's one of them. I'm going to give he's, and, and Nick Saban. I'm going to give our listeners out there a little clue, or, or just a, a little advice, not a clue, but an advice. That was the wrong word to use. Some betting, wagering advice, uh, especially being that Brady is playing tonight. Don't bet against Tom Brady. I don't care if I don't care if your house has a big Dallas star on the roof and the and it's painted dark blue and silver all over, with silver trim. Don't bet against Tom Brady because at the end of that ball game that you're gonna have to you're gonna have to reach into your wallet and pay somebody. That's right. Let's go to recap at this thing, Clayton. So right now, Buffalo will play Kansas City in Kansas City. No, Buffalo, let's see. I've got it right here. Buffalo, uh, they will play next Saturday or Sunday. The divisional round against Jack. Will be Jag the Jaguars go to the Chiefs. Yep. Giants go to the Eagles. And the Bengals go to the Bills. Now is that gonna be on is that gonna be a neutral field? 
Because KC and the Bills are going to be on a neutral. No, field. it's going to be in Buffalo. Okay, because it, it, because because the bill because the Bills that's a two and three seed. Yeah, Bills are the two seed, so they'll host. If the Bills win and Kansas City beats Jacksonville, they will play in Atlanta. They'll play in Atlanta, which is a big possibility. Very good possibility. So, and then the winner of tonight's game, Dallas and Tampa Bay. Dallas and Tampa Bay will end up playing San Fran. Yeah. San Francisco. At, at San Francisco. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, uh, and and other games this past weekend in the NFL, uh, <laughs> the Chargers blew a twenty-seven point lead. They pulled. They pulled a Matt Ryan Atlanta Falcons deal that I never thought I'd see. But in the second quarter, it was twenty-seven to nothing. It's twenty-seven nothing. I mean, that's that's why are all these teams. Blowing these huge leads, and I mean, what they lose their edge. They get up big, and then they lose their edge. They think the game's over, and then Trevor Lawrence had he was he had four four, four he, first half interceptions, four interceptions, four TDs, twenty eight for forty seven for two hundred and eighty eight yards. Uh, Justin Herbert for the Chargers went twenty five for forty three for one touchdown, no interceptions, two hundred seventy three yards. I mean, Easter Island, who I, that's my nickname for Trevor Lawrence because he looks like one of those statues on Easter Island. But anyway, Easter Island just woke up in the second half along with his old teammate, ETN, and they, uh, they just took the game over. And Jackson, Jacksonville's defense woke up and uh, allowed three points in the third quarter, and that was it for the second half. For the Chargers, I mean, it's just—it's hard to believe that these pro teams are losing a dang twenty-seven to nothing ball game. Did anybody twenty-seven get point lead? Did anybody get fired today? Not that I've seen. I that. haven't heard anything yet. I wow. mean, I mean, the, the Tennessee Oil or the Houston Oilers back in the day blew a thirty or thirty-one point lead in the wild card game at Buffalo, and that and and when that happened at that time, it was almost like. Uh, Unheard of miracle uh, yeah. type situation. Correct. Now it's a, almost an every weekend type thing. I mean, and, and Minnesota was involved in one just two weekends ago. And speaking of Minnesota, what about the New York Giants? I'm telling you, if that doesn't show you that the regular season, I mean, regular season matters, obviously, because you got to do well to get in the playoffs and compete and all that good stuff. But what about the just the, the intent? What I noticed this weekend was there's such a different intensity come playoff time compared to regular season. Defenses play better. It's just, it's just, it's incredible. Well, Daniel Jones outplayed his counterpart, Kirk Cousins, for sure. And uh, it was Daniel Jones threw for 301 yards, two touchdowns of 20 and on 25, 24 completions out of 35 attempts, while Cousins went for 273, 31 for 39, two TDs. Neither one of them had an interception. But I'm just telling you, uh, Minnesota at home and uh, Saquon Barkley uh, receiving along, uh, receiving the ball out of the backfield and rushing coach is just, you know, he's, he, he's getting his form back. Yeah, he's, getting so. his, he's getting it back. I tell you, a tough ticket to get this coming weekend would be the uh, Giants and Eagles game. Oh yeah, that's going to be. But, and because of proximity, yeah. to Philadelphia and and ten miles apart. Is is that all they that's are? All stadium wise. <laughs> well, 
Well, this it's going to be packed. And it you is. know how those Eagle fans are. Yeah, Giant fans, same way. The Eagle fans. They, I remember they came to Nashville uh, the year after, I guess, the Eagles and the Patriots played in the Super Bowl, and the Eagles won, I think. Mm-hmm. And the Titans played – that following year played New England and the Eagles on their schedule at home, and they beat both of them. Wow. Uh, but those Eagle fans came in Nashville, and they were raising two tons of hell <laughs> for all 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 weekend long until until it was time to leave, walk the stadium, the walk of shame back across the bridge down to downtown. And uh, I was with a buddy of mine, and you know the Titans had won, stopped the Eagles right there at the last of the game, and it was so quiet walking back over that bridge. And I kind of said real loud to my buddy, I said, "Hey." Where's all that? Where's all that noise that we were hearing on the way over? I said, it sure is quiet around here. <laughs> and you know those those Eagle fans, most of them are just laughing about. It. And there's a couple of them that were mad about it. And I said, well, you know, if you're gonna dish it out, my friend, you'll take it. You gotta take it. You know, especially if you're gonna be a Yankee and you come down here, come down south, and gonna run that trap about the Eagles and then get your butt beat by the Titans, then you're gonna have to take a little bit. A little bit of ribbon on the way back home, right? That's so, right. Uh, so it was it, it was an interesting weekend of football. We uh, the Dolphins made the made it a pretty close game where they were fourteen point underdogs at Buffalo. Uh, a Skyler Thompson, former Kansas State quarterback, Skyler Thompson quarterback team, Dolphins team lost thirty four to thirty one in a pretty high scoring affair in, in Buffalo. And my question to you, Coach, is, you know, what if what I know I know I know what ifs if what what if ifs and buts were candies and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. I know that saying. But what if Tua had been healthy and they could they Buffalo might have been a might might have been beat. Could have, yeah. And uh, yesterday, uh, Miami kept coming back and taking the lead, and then finally at the end, Buffalo was just too much for yeah, Miami. They, just, they outlasted them. They did outlast them. It was a it was a good game though. Um, and then last night, uh, the Lamar Jacksonless Ravens, Baltimore Ravens, uh, made it quite a game against the Bengals. Oh yeah, um, right there when it was what seventeen seventeen. In late in the second half, uh, the Ravens were at the one yard line, and uh, Huntley, the quarterback, tries a quarterback sneak over the top and loses the ball. Gets the ball whacked out of his hands as he's going across the goal line. Right before he goes across the goal line, the ball gets kind of batted up in the air a little bit, and uh, by Logan, by linebacker Logan Wilson, and then Sam Hubbard. Uh, for Cincinnati, who played Sam played at Ohio State, so I'm sure all the Ohio State Cincinnati Bengal fans were happy. Catches the ball out of the air and runs 99 yards the opposite direction for a touchdown, and, and for the, and that's the winning touchdown. That was, and, and he's a lineman. Yeah, defensive tackle takes the ball 98 yards. You you can't tell me there were some skilled guys that didn't quit on that play. <laughs> receivers are backs twice as fast as the big lineman, and nobody gets within 10 yards. He now, walks in the end zone. Mark Andrews got close. 
Well, he got very I had, very close. I had money on a I had money on a uh, Cincinnati defensive touchdown, so I was happy. Oh, I bet you was. Yeah, seven to one odds. Yeah. So Cincinnati gonna be a hard out. Well, they they're are, but they're going to have to play better. Their, their offensive line is very sus. I mean, they're they, terrible. They're, they're, three, they're, three of their starters are out. They're they're they're, they're in trouble. Okay, last night, uh, Joe Mixon, their star running back for Cincinnati, averaged three point five yards an attempt. Okay, uh, Burrow averages six and a half yards per completion. He and he's got Jamar Chase on there. He's going to have to do better. I mean. They, you know, you got to get the ball down the field. He got rocked a few times early, though, man. He got, he got the crap. Knocked he out. did, and I, I texted you as soon as that happened. He kind of that early on the first quarter, he got, he got hammered there to the ground, and he got up, and you could see him. They showed a picture of him. He was kind of squinting his eyes a little bit, like he's trying to get refocused. And normally, when that's happened, in my experience of of watching football and players and so forth, uh. But normally when you're squinting your eyes and trying to refocus after a hard hit like that, you've had some type of head trauma go on. Sure. I mean, you know, you're trying to shake out the cobwebs. and uh, so, so here's my question. If you noticed it and I noticed it, what about those independent NFL doctors who are reviewing every play on the sideline? Well, it's, and it's early in that ball game. You don't it's want to take – jo- You take Joe Cool out. And then, and then ratings. <laughs> ratings drop. Yeah. You know what I mean? You realize the last time Cincinnati lost was October 16th to the – well, actually to the uh, Ravens on October 9th, 1917. They rode off eight straight wins now. Well, they're going to have to fix their offensive line. Joe Cool got sacked four times last night. They all been and that's a games. lot. And that's a lot for Joe Cool. He doesn't. You don't. You don't see him go down a lot. But they've got. I think their whole right side of their line is brand new. Yeah, they were John, talking about Jonah Williams is out for the year. Alabama. Yeah, there several of their starters are gone. You so, know, and th- and this was an O line that was revamped this year uh, from last year's O line that took them to the Super Bowl. Uh, that is why I wanted to see that Buffalo Cincinnati game and see, I you know I, to me it was going to determine who who's going to have the best chance to beat the Chiefs and unfortunately we didn't get to see that because of the incident that happened in that game. But um, so what well, playing in Buffalo is going to be tough. Well, they're going to have to get it figured out. They got a week to get it figured out. <laughs> yeah. That old their old line problems. You know if they can. Uh, so what was the biggest surprise this weekend? Um, was it the Jaguars coming back from a 27-point deficit? I, that, that's, that was a pretty big surprise. Or was it Daniel Jones and the Giants going to Minnesota and pretty much the, the Giants' defense held that, that high-flying offense of Minnesota to 24 points? Uh, I don't think Justin Jefferson – did he catch a touchdown pass? I don't think he cut. Ca- I don't think so. I don't th- he had one call back. I think they had one call back for, for something. Well, but here's my but, question. What in the world is what's his name? The quarterback for the uh, Vikings uh, was with the – Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. What's he doing on fourth and eight throwing a three-yard pass? Well, you know, they got that horrible roughing the passer call that, that saved them right there at the end of the ball game when it was like two, two and a half minutes to go. They call roughing the passer on the Giants on Dexter Lawrence, who he played at Clemson, I believe. Correct. Defensive lineman. Um, but he kind of he, he raises his arm. And it, his arm kind of glances off the face mask, and I can't tell if that was for roughing the pass. And then he then he he grabs 
Lawrence kind of around the waist and just kind of tosses him to the ground. It didn't, he didn't jump on him. He didn't put any weight on him. And then they throw the flag, so they move them out 15 yards and all the from that point. And then all the uh, all that Minnesota could get after that was another 15 yards. They got in a fourth and eight, and they throw a they throw it <laughs> to about four yards. What I mean, what's he? I I don't know. Bizarre. Just bizarre. it's almost as if they didn't know where they were on the field that that the receiver and everything else. So. Uh, was, there was another game I saw that ended very similar fashion like that, that somebody threw the ball not as far as they needed to throw it uh, to get the first down. What game was that? It was the Titans. It was the Titans-Jaguars. <laughs> that doesn't surprise yeah, me. Yeah. There you go. Um, so, I, I'm going to say, you know, I'm going to say my biggest surprise from the weekend was probably the Giants – at Minnesota pulling off that victory and Daniel Jones he had like 78 yards rushing. So guess how many guess how many yards Daniel Jones had rushing this year as a quarterback. I'm going to give you I'm going to give both of you all a guess. Uh, I'd say uh probably 260. He had like 708. Wow. That does not include the 78 yards from yesterday. Mm. Well, they got so, good balance with him and Barkley. Barkley. Yeah, I mean, Barkley looks like he's back in, in, in his form that he needs to be in. That When he's catching the ball last night out of the backfield and then he gets, he gets ahead of steam, he is one cat that's hard to pull down. There you go. Hey, this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake with Coach D- J.D. and Clayton Claw. And we're going to take a pause for the cause. Give us two minutes. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224.
Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931-388-3145. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour and no ball fans. We didn't play that for you. <laughs> even though Although it, it could apply. Even though it <laughs> could have easily applied to Saturday's loss to the Wildcats. I mean, uh, I don't, I don't, I, I, you know, I can't figure it out. I really can't. I mean, it's, it's, you know, but that's what makes sports such a wonderful, beautiful cornucopia of emotions uh, good bad and the ugly you know you just you know it's all there somebody's got to win and somebody's got to lose hey congratulations to the Whitthorn junior high tigers tigers the and the, on the men's side boys side they are murray county champions they are they defeated a battle uh, I'm sorry, excuse me, uh, Spring Hill. The Spring Hill Generals. On, on Saturday up at Battle Creek. And, and you uh, know, we got to say this right here. Coach Bullock done a wonderful job with this group of kids. Absolutely, Andre did. Congratulated Coach yeah. Bullock, his staff, and, and, and Whitthorn, a junior high or middle school. We used to call them junior high. Now they're middle schools. Well, I don't understand the difference. Well, junior high used to go – junior high used to be 7th, 8th, and ninth, didn't it? Correct. Now it's now it's six, seven, and eight. Yeah, but I no, mean, it's now it's fifth, six, seventh, and eight. Yeah, they oh, had, they they, they, had, they had the fifth fifth graders. That way, See, yeah. I didn't. Yeah, yeah, fifth graders. I did there, not know. Cannot, I cannot participate this. in the basketball or the football program. I, I'm not. Grade. I'm not a fan of. I'm not either. I mean, it, it's been that way since uh, ten years. Chris Marzak was here seven years or so. so. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Not, not a fan, but okay. but it is what it is. Well, they won the Murray County Middle School Final Four tournament, right? They did. They did. Now they move on to uh, a bigger tournament at the end of the month. Okay. Well, good luck to yeah, them. I think it's next week. I, this I think week. maybe. This week. Or this week. Wednesday. And we'll keep you guys abreast of what's going on with the Whitthorn Boys basketball team. And congratulations <clears throat> to Battle Creek Girls. The Bears. The Bears. Lady Bears. Yes, I like their colors, that dark blue with the green trim. I like that for some reason. It's a, I don't know what it is, but it's appealing to me. It's a little like, different, yeah. yeah. So uh, the Lady Bears um, beat the Santa Fe girls this past Saturday to win the Murray County Middle School Girls Championship. They are the champion, champ, champion. And from my understanding, Battle Creek's girls have dominated most of the year. They have. Like they're they're pretty good. Yeah, they look. I we had it. I had I called a game with them on Thursday that that last Thursday night, and they look pretty good. They got some size to them. They handle the ball well. Um, and at that age, at that age, I was talking to a, a middle school coach. I said. I said, Coach, at this age, you just you can't have enough good ball handlers. Can you? He's like, we just want to. He said, you know, we just want to get the ball over the half court line. Yeah, give me one. He goes, good ball he handler goes that is a victory in itself. Just getting the ball over half court into the front court. And I said, I hear you, Coach. I I, I feel you. You know. And I own Lewis Lewis Maddox. Brought it home Saturday, tremendously good. I got to listen to it driving back. Oh, yeah. He and Chris Pointer did a great, great job, job on yeah. the broadcast, and we are going to be back broadcasting this coming Friday night as uh, the Collinwood Trojans from Wayne County uh, are going to visit the Santa Fe Wildcats. Aren't they the Wildcats? They are the, the Wildcats and the, the Trojans. Yeah, and um, so that will be that will be a, a good matchup, and that'll be this coming Friday night, Clayton. What's what's the specifics on that? Uh, we'll start at five thirty pregame, and uh, the girls' game will start at six, followed okay. by the boys. That's called the game of the week. The Murray County Public Schools game sponsored, Columbia Chrysler sponsored. Game of the week will we'll be, be at Santa Fe. So all you Santa Fe folks, tell all your friends, let's get a full house packed in there. And, uh, you know, we're going to broadcast you out over the waves and, and make you all famous. I'm not going to lie. The last time we went to a game there, which was earlier this uh, this year. Against Mount Pleasant. Uh, was against Mount yes, Pleasant. That, that's correct. Yes, it was against Mount Pleasant. And my ears <laughs> for 24 hours were still ringing. It was incredible. I mean, yeah. so loud yeah. in that gym. Yeah. And you could listen to it on the radio heading home that night, and you could hear the crowd noise just blasting in the background. So that's that's a good atmosphere out there. Um, tonight, Monday Night Football is going to invite – excuse me. Hold on. <clears throat> okay. Monday Night Football is going to involve uh, a wild card game, and that is the Dallas Cowboys, who they're self-proclaimed America's team. I don't know – they're not my team. Not, I'm I've never Ameri- been my team. I'm an American, and I don't. They're not my team. They're not we're, my team. We're all three of us are Americans, right? Right. But the Dallas Cowboys is not our team. No. So Jerry Jones is just proclaiming, out of with, with basically no proof, that the Cowboys are America's team. Right. That's what they say. Well, what do they say. I call BS on that. I never owned anything that had a star on it from Dallas Cowboys. No, I, nor have I. Nor have I. So uh, they are traveling to 
Tampa Bay tonight and going to play the GOAT, Tom Brady, uh, and his crew down in Tampa. And Tom Brady has never lost to the Dallas Cowboys. Ever. There, there are two teams. Well, there's, there's 28 teams in the NFL that have beaten Tom Brady. Two teams he's played for, New England and Tampa Bay. And then there's two teams that have never are 0 and 13 against Tom Brady. And that is the Minnesota Vikings and the Dallas Cowboys. Now, tonight, the Dallas Cowboys are favored by two and a half points to three points at Tampa Bay. If you hate money, bet against Tom Brady. If you hate money. Because here, here, here. I mean, you know what I mean? It, here's got to be the thought of Vegas when this line comes out. The average, maybe, bet, you know, person that bets looks at Tampa's 8 and 9 record and looks at Dallas's 12 and 5 record. And they say they're only a two point favorite or two and a half point favorite. I'm going to put a hundred bucks on on Dallas. Right, right. But Vegas, otherwise known wins. as suction, always wins. And I'm just telling you, we there's a couple of rules that go in play. Never bet bet in the NFL against a, a home team underdog. That checks especially on Monday night. And <laughs> it's Monday night too. Never bet against a streak. He's never lost to the Cowboys. That's enough for me. And number, th- and I think the big factor is it's Tom Brady in the playoffs. I mean, I don't know what Tom Brady's record in the playoffs it all is, but I'm sure it's something. If Clayton, if you can find that out, that would be great. But Tom, I, Tom's overall playoff record, yeah, yeah, overall overall playoff record. And you know, like I said, if you hate money, go on and bet on the Cowboys. Bet against them. You know, bet against Tom Brady. Bet against the greatest. Quarterback of all time ever. I mean, he's got what six or seven rings to show for it. So, uh, but that's tonight, and the Cowboys are favored by two and a, like I said, two and a half to three, and that's at Tampa Bay. And I want to say the over under is forty five and a half. And I've got if Clayton remind me, I've got an eight ball pick regarding this game and we're gonna shoot it in right here at the end of this segment before we head out. Tom Brady is thirty five and twelve in the playoffs in his career. Thirty five. Okay. Thirty five and twelve. So he's played in forty seven playoff games in his career. And he's basically got a what a seven fifty winning percentage right there. Mm-hmm. Well if you guys want to go on go on and bet against bet against Tom, take Dallas tonight and then just or better yet, just bring the money down here to me. You know? Okay. Eight Ball says tonight's game between Dallas and Tampa Bay. Take the under 45 and a half. Under 45 and a half. And just remember how kind of bad the Cowboys have looked over the past month when you get ready to bet this Especially game. Especially last week against the uh, Commanders. I don't think I'm taking Brady in, the, in Tampa, but I'm going to take the under because that's what the eight ball says to do. We'll be back here at 4 o'clock Thursday for Coach J.D., Clayton. I'm Drake. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour, and we are out.